Episode 25 of Guns, Guitars, and Barbells, Two Tools Talking About Three Tools. I'm Josh Thompson. And I'm Colton Morrow-Merrill. And as always, this episode is brought to you in part by, drumroll please, Birdies and Brews Birdies in Kearney. Birdies and Brews. Let's go, dude. Right here in Kearney, just, just north of Kearney, over by Menards. Colton, I have a question. And what is your question? Very serious question. Have okay. you ever had the Birdies and Brews talk? I have not. No, you've never been sat down and had the Birdies and Brews talk? No, I have not. Well, I'm about to sit down with you and give you that talk. Okay. All right. So when a man is in love with a golf club and a golf ball, but it's cold outside and he can't use it, what does he have to do? He has to go to the golf simulator. Right? That would make sense. Yeah. yeah. He's got he's got to use that club because he's in love with it. So he's going to go to a golf simulator. And what's the best golf simulator in town? Birdies and Brews. Birdies and Brews. They got three bays, great staff, some good beer, some good brews. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. Go there. Fun place to go, even if it's warm outside. That's you true. You got party games. Your beer cart girl is always right there because the bar is next to the simulators. So I can't think of a better place to go out. No, yeah. you can't. No, and they have, they hold tournaments. They have leagues. Literally, just they, they have it all. Just hop on the train. Go join. Go have some fun. Birdies and Brews is the move. So, guys, this is our highly anticipated interview with Them Dirty Roses. Them Dirty Roses. Um, we should give some background because this was a we weren't expecting to do this interview um, until a few hours before they performed at Joe's Honky Tonk. Yeah, how did you score that interview, Colton? I heard I had heard their music before, and I saw that they were going to be at Joe's, so I shot them a DM, and they immediately responded and wanted to do it. Um, super cool about it. Um, so uh, we went to, over to Joe's Honky Tonk. Right. Saw them rock the place. They were they sounded great. They yeah. were actually very impressed. I'm not like as you've stated in past podcasts. I'm not a big music guy, <laughs> but I was actually thoroughly impressed with. I mean, their skill on the instruments. Their just overall performance was super cool to watch. Uh, I might be a little bit more of a music guy now after that. But the funny the funny thing is is when we got there and we uh, shook the lead singer James's hand. And he was super cool about the whole thing. Like he was, you know, he was more than down to talk about it. He told us we could talk after the show, um, set, put our setup uh, in the back, and in the, in the VIP lounge is what I would call it. Yeah. In the VIP lounge of Joe's, where all the musician uh, musicians hang out. And then we had to we had to find the owner. Uh, we had to make sure that'd be okay to bring all of our equipment in. You know. Looking kind of funny, carrying around a duffel bag if the owner doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, the, you know, the owner has a great bouncer. Uh, you remember that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he almost didn't even let us back back uh, with our equipment. But, no, they were cool about it. They were awesome. Shout out to Joe's uh, for letting us use their venue. Um, and especially shout out to um, Them Dirty Roses for even giving us their time. Like, that was just a big deal to us. And, it was really nice to just sit down and talk with some celebs. So. Yeah, definitely. And this, uh, uh, what contributed to the this interview, I'd say, is a bottle of Jack might have been passed around, and uh, <laughs> might have been the wee hours of the morning when we did this podcast. Yes, so yes. it was uh, it was very fun. I hope you guys enjoy listening. Yeah, to it. Yeah, very entertaining. Please enjoy. Stand on the box, stomp your feet, start clapping, got a real good feeling. Oh, something better. Yeah.
All righty. Um, about a, I'd say a year ago, I was in my room listening to Whiskey Myers Radio, and I uh, heard this badass song that I hadn't heard before called Cocaine and Whiskey by Them Dirty Roses. And I never thought that I'd be sitting down with them right now. Here we go with uh, them dirty roses. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Here Welcome we are. Guitars and barbells. Let's go, yeah. guys. Hell Let's yeah, go. man. I love the name of that podcast. It's oh, just dude, really it, it's everything that. that you need in life to be successful. That's what we thought. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's like, that's just those three things. Have a same yeah. mind, same life. Those three things. Life. No, I like it. Yeah. So we're gonna, if you guys don't mind, we're gonna ask you guys some questions. Dude, pick our brain. Go for it, man. Know? Yeah, hell yeah. I don't, I don't care who answers. Yeah. Okay? Whatever you guys Shit, want. We don't right? either. Really. We'll try not to talk. <laughs> yeah, you don't talk either. Really. Each other, yeah. But uh, we want, like, we want to hear stories. We want to know, like, we want to know about everything. You guys. Okay. 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 Cool. Let's do it. So first off, uh, we we did a little research. You know, a couple of you are brothers. Right. Yeah, me and me and the singer, me and James Ford. Okay, you and James Frank Ford. And he's still yeah, on his way, just for all those yeah, listening. He's yeah, he's right on his way. way. He is walking yeah, in from he's doing taking some the piss things. of a lifetime right now. <laughs> he's doing some important things. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you drink a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what it is. He's just it's like, right. you know. Okay, so <laughs> you two, you two are brothers, and then you all are just buddies. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. No, big, so, yeah. so me and Ben have like known each other since I think like first grade, and then. That's a little while. Yeah, that's a little while. Dude, let me tell you how I met. Oh Frank. yeah, listen so to listen this. To this. So like, we was in second grade, and like you had to get a hall pass, you know, to go to the bathroom because they didn't want you, you know, fucking around or anything. So I was walking, never seen Frank, didn't know Frank at all. So I'm walking down the hallway. James. There he is. So anyway, here's the brother. I'm walking down this hallway, and I've I've got my hall pass. You know, I'm flinging around my finger. And I walk right beside this guy, and he's sitting there clenching his stomach, and he's walking, bro. He's just walking. He's like, hey. I was like, I was like, what's up, man? He was like, hey. I was like, I was like, uh. He's imitating the third grade voices, yeah, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are you? I was like, you good, man? He's like, no, I don't feel good, man. And I was like, okay. So I went in this bathroom. One of those all these stalls, stalls, bro. You know, like you got your urinals, you got your two or three days and those shitters, you know. And so I walk, walk in there. I was like, dude. He's like, he's like, I think I'm about to be sick. I was like, what do you mean? About that time, dude, no shit. He kicks the door open on the stall, projectile from four feet just pukes and hurls. But let's stop and this I for knew. a second. Because, <laughs> I knew. But I let's knew. stop this for a second because if you have ever hung out with us or partied with us or anything, then... A, a Frank vomit is not a normal human. Like it's not. A quiet I don't even human. remember what it was yells. like back when I was like fucking he second yells, grade, though. I don't he remember. What Frank the, has the loudest what puke. The sound like, was it would back shake then, the walls. You got some power behind yeah, that. It's like, uh, uh, if you ever it was heard a straight uh, pterodactyl. Being waterboarded, that's probably what it's <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, straight projectile, four Dinosaurs, feet in the commode. Yeah. As soon as he got done, I looked at him and I was like, dude, shh, you're you got me. I'm so in, welcome for life. Yeah. I'm in for life. Dude. So welcome to Guns, Guitars, so and Barbells. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good start. I love it. I yeah. came in late. That was just the intro then? Yeah, that's yeah, just, yeah. We just talking about how, how we all story? know each other. Yeah. <laughs> how, how we all know each other. How we met, kind of, like how we, and then uh, we met Andrew in high school. Yep. Pretty much. Right? Yeah. Grew up on, no, no, uh, high school. No, yeah, we'll probably get into the whole. Was there a little Catholic less school thing later? That meeting? Absolutely. Uh, not. Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> I think it was uh, a 420 party at my house. Oh when, yeah. <laughs> uh, I pulled out two big old deep Holy freezers. Shit. We played beer pong on them. There were like 40 people there. I think. Dude, uh, I never knew Andrew. Like I, I knew of Andrew, but I was sitting there. I was like, dude, what are we gonna do? 
Somehow I got word that, yo, Mono, which is Andrew, he had Mono. That was like, my old nickname. <laughs> I had <laughs> Mono like four like times in a row. Yeah. In school, 11th grade year, just... Yeah, dude. And they were like, oh, oh my we God. hear there's a 420 party at Andrew's. And I was like, holy shit. So me and one of my best friends, shout out Spencer, just rolled up with this just sack of doobies. And we were like, yo. <laughs> Not a sack, like fucking had fucking it 20 was, he once. Says, and he said, here you go. And you start dude, fucking passing them seriously. out. And to the next thing of- I know, I got fucking... Two right here. I'm like, damn, this is a cool party. Dude, it was amazing. <laughs> then now, see, so he's handing Who's these out to a group character? of people that have already been playing beer pong for. I mean, you know, there's like nine of those natty light thirty racks that are about only about four of them oh, left. Of course. You know, we started <laughs> yeah. about when the sun went down because again, one of those songs we have hits and pills. Um, so this is like the teenage version of it. You know, my parents went out of town. So I decided to uh, So I decided I was like, dude, I don't know I don't know, maybe that maybe they just knew, but it just happened upon four twenty. And uh, so Yeah, I showed up and after I handed out like fifteen doobies, this one guy walks up to me and he's like he's like, What's up, man? Glad you came. I was like, uh, oh, Mono. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. Thanks for having me, bro. Here, take a, take a joint. Think about it. So, yeah, that was that was really what kind of set it House off. rules. You can uh, fuck in any room of the house, just not my parents. <laughs> no, but, no, but, so, like, Andrew was in, like, a super, like, legitimate fucking metal band in high school. Yeah. They, like, had oh, yeah, they went hard, huh? They had, like, badass weird. music videos, like, fucking hardcore shit. Fucking, CKC but it's like just with metal music, there's vote. just no money in it. Like you go fucking play a show, and it's like you get paid fucking a hundred dollars for six member band, and it's kind of shit. A hundred dollars is like for a three hour away. A hundred dollars is like you're signed to a fucking record label. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you're, you're big not, time. Like, if you're, you're not time. huge, huge metal, then it's like no money. Yeah, it's really hard to get started in that genre. So, so yeah, we we well and like. When we started, I think James moved up to Nashville and he was gonna do like songwriting right when like he kind of graduated college or whatever. And then like he kinda... I didn't graduate college. High yeah. I don't think it is. <laughs> Just to make that clear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all yeah. attended college. Hey, I was, there you I go. was fucking painting you in a good light. Now you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Just being a good brother. I, <laughs> I, I didn't graduate college. But yeah, he started songwriting up in Nashville for like two years and, you know, like busting his ass. And like the first time he ever even sang in front of people was up in Nashville for a songwriter's round. And then uh, he was like, he called me and was like, fucking, we could do the Southern Rock fucking band thing up in here, dude. There's no fucking bands doing this shit. So we were like, uh, yeah, I know Ben. He plays guitar in my band. I'm going to buy him a bass. <laughs> so then and that's the next exactly thing I go, I go to Guitar yeah. Center get a used $300 fucking bass say here you go motherfucker Learn. It's the same thing as <laughs> you're in the band it's just like guitar but you just have to do it one string at a time they, they really, what, awesome. what was so funny is they was like dude uh, we're starting this band I was like dude I'm fucking in I got my guitar and James says I'm playing guitar. And this is the like, first time mm. I've ever played guitar yeah, or yeah. sang. Yeah, for James is a drummer wow. originally. So. so the drum kit that we use is our dad's drum kit. Me and James's uh, dad's drum kit, and it was he had it before we were born, and it, uh, that's how we learned music was this drum kit, and that just that introduced rhythm. us to just our whole lives and like his musical taste in general. 
He would take us out on the boat and just in the car all the time. It's just fucking great music. Just Almond Brothers, Rolling Stones, fucking James Brown, fucking just Otis Redding, like just everything the best that you would think that, that you would you walk can imagine. In. Yeah, wow. like you're classics. So, you know. Um, we kind of went off for about 15 minutes there. You guys probably that have was talked to that, that, that was, that like, was, that that was beautiful. Yeah. You guys probably you guys, have something to say. You know what's hilarious? I haven't even asked a question well, yet. Well, let me come you guys, back. Like, you, guys, you guys literally like just went. Hey, get that was good, though. Go that was good. Talk. That was a good start. All right. Okay, here's a question for you. Why the name Them Dirty Roses? I think that's a James hey, question. Hell. There you go, James. So I moved to Nashville, and... I called Frank because I was lucky enough to get in with a lot, like some of my friends from growing up had already Seriously. gone out there, and I just got taken straight into like all these parties and shit. I mean, like day first, two, yeah, first day week, just two. fucking some of the best songwriters. In, I, like, I mean, Drake, so Drake White, yeah, and the Big Fire, like Drake White, gave me a job I wouldn't have even had, been able to get my apartment without. Uh, he just said like, "Yeah, he works for me," you know. But I did. Holy, God. <laughs> but I did. But <laughs> so like, okay, he's got a job, you know. I was like, I will eventually, but I never. I think I might have worked one day. Doing <laughs> <laughs> and then he like sold the company. I was like, "Well, oh, fuck." I'm, I'm getting better. I'm glad I got serious. that shit on paper. Awesome. Like, uh, like the second night, I remember it was like Brent Cobb, freaking Channing Wilson, like Drake, all these people, Adam Hood. I don't know if he was there. Throw him in the mix. He might as well have been. Yeah, <laughs> just throw him off. Was and, slow ball. He was. And uh, but anyway, I was just thinking like, what in the hell is going on? You know. Anyway, so I was just picking up on like everybody was dying for some southern rock. It seemed like, but they, they were just, just acted like it was like a fantasy that just could never happen or something. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. But just then that, I was like, yo. Let's start a fucking Southern Rock band. Let's now, see what happens. You've got to be a little delusional to <laughs> fucking do some shit like this. Sometimes. Would you guys consider yourself delusional a little bit? In some uh, in some way. Delirious. I would say, like, people would see me as delusional. I don't see myself <laughs> yeah, as delusional. Exactly. Well, to right. actually believe in your fucking heart well, of hearts of course, just to yeah. go fucking, you know what? Here's is here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna be the biggest yeah. fucking band, yeah. and fucking you know, like, and I just we just knew it. No, like, I see this what you're is saying. going to work. Well, I, I see what you're yeah, saying. It doesn't make. I knew sense. we were. I knew we were marketable, <laughs> you know? and I knew that we like have potential to be something big. So it's just like we just have to just keep pounding it out until it. But we also had like four songs that I had. Just written. keep pounding it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. tell them. Yeah. And there then, we go. So, like, the first EP that we ever released with uh, cocaine whiskey, all that stuff on it. Yeah. Is whiskey My Cup. Uh, back Home. Yeah, all the good stuff. No, not, yeah. But, or, yeah, okay, yeah. The, the first It was EP, all in the first, the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First that was round all in the first round. That was, like, my first time being in the studio. Cocaine and whiskey. That was, like, and whiskey pretty much cup, Ben's first, was. I think it was Ben's first time being in the studio, too. So, it was, like. You just gotta put yourself out there and do it. Like you just gotta put yourself in the situation to. Like we didn't think cocaine and whiskey, looking back ten years later, is gonna hit twelve million fucking plays or some shit. Definitely like, not. We don't think that. Uh, we. Dude, if the shit. He wrote. Like he wrote million, in the shower off awesome. a fucking <laughs> yeah. episode. You know what I mean? I love that. Like, 
you never know what's gonna really connect with the fans. You just gotta go with the flow yeah. and just just keep it rolling was, with the punches and to keep on with ass, what uh, with what James was saying. It was kind of funny the first day that uh, I got in the truck and we we had this whole conversation about like you know joining the band and all that. That's exactly what James said. He was like, "Hey, uh, by the way, this is gonna work." He was like, I don't have any fucking proof of that or any guarantee. I just have this feeling, and it's just gonna fucking work. He believed it. And so how we got our name was... <laughs> there you go! Oh, back to now it. Now we're there. I was walking around um, <laughs> down, on, uh, down on Broadway, and uh, because then I was... was like, let's That's just start weird. a fucking Southern rock band. I was like, what could a name be? And I was like, shit, I live in Nashville now. I'll just take a walk and go see if, you know, get some inspiration, like fucking Sex in the City shit or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, this is not going to fucking work. Yeah. And then uh, we were just walking around for a couple hours, me and a buddy of mine. And there was this homeless guy who was selling flowers. He, they were roses, but they were fucking straight daisies. He said, <laughs> and they were like just stomped out. They were so broke and shit. Like he stole them from like a cemetery. <laughs> he stole them from the fucking. He was selling them two yeah. weeks ago. And so it was like there were some girls walking ahead of us. And he's like, dude, come on, buy a fucking rose for the pretty lady, you know. And my friend was like, how much? He's like ten dollars, and we were just both like. I mean, they're snapped at the stand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ten dollars. Like, like two pedals left and shit. And he's like ten dollars, bro. He goes, bro, I'll give you fucking ten dollars, but I don't want them dirty roses. I was like, and then we just Ding. kept talking about That's that. That's the name. Right? We were talking about that all day. Yeah, and then he I was called like Frank, super I was looking like, for I a just band name. The name. And I told Frank the story, and I was like, so we're gonna be the Dirty Roses. And then Frank goes, well, why don't we just be them dirty roses? Well, like, I, like, I really, me and, good like, call. I really liked uh, them crooked vultures. And, like, I thought, like, them was more of a southern twang on it. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gave it more of emphasis of where we're from and kind of, like, how, like, you know. It's a catchy name, too. Them big words, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> emphasis. That was a big one. Yeah, that's, no, that's a catchy name too. I really like that name. Appreciate that's kind of cool. Thanks, man. Man, yeah. We ain't even gotten to the TDR branding yet. <laughs> I think we just uh, did. Do you want to get? Oh, hold on, wait. All right, uh, so you guys, you guys, next question. You guys no, went on tour yes. in Europe, correct? Yeah, we've done yeah. Two, you guys went on twice. tour in Europe. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Yeah. twice. Twice. Okay. Tell us about that a little bit. How is what's the, what's so it who like? Who wants to start? What's it like being a, a southern like from the south? Like you guys are going into a place like Europe and touring. Okay, like, so let me let me start this out with like it was always a dream of ours to just go to Europe and do a European tour. So whenever we saw like somewhat southern rock bands and, doing it, we're like, how the fuck are they doing it? So then. We eventually got a show with our bo- our boys, uh, the Vagabonds. These are great band. So then, Check like, them out. so then, like, we asked them, like, how did y'all set this tour up? And they're like, hey, there's this company called uh, Teenage, Head, Teenage Music. Head Music. Shout out to Manny and the whole crew <laughs> yep. over there. Yep. Max, love. Yeah. Max, Max, love you, Max. Max, I love you. Dieter, you can get a shout out too, motherfucker. So anyway, we asked them, like, how did y'all do this tour? 
Because, like, we were opening them up, open up for them, uh, fuck, in, a, in Birmingham. So, anyway, they referenced, or they referred us to yeah. Teenage okay. Head. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. They, yeah, so yeah then, they specialized we just, in like, taking... They set up the email, we sent them our songs, and then, like, the guy that owns the business, he's like, kind of filters through it, and he's like, I like this, I can make this work, let's set up a tour. So, then we, like, give them, like, the money for promotion or whatever, go over there, and we're like... Okay, we're fucking really doing it. We're about to go on our first European <laughs> tour. I don't know what's about to Dude, fucking happen. What, when, what was the first tour? When the, 50... It was like 50 dates and like there are 37 shows in 46 days or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Dude, gosh, I'm telling you though, we had no idea what we were in for. We've when never, that, guys dead when that we've tra- never oh, yeah. been on a tour like that. Can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got a guest question over here. What, uh, what kept you going? Uh, wine, beer. Well, and, and one other thing. No, there's no, one real, other real. thing. There's no other fucking you don't have a choice. choice. You either fucking do it or you don't. <laughs> like, Who are you, you talking to? There's like three. I'm sorry. I don't, know how, I don't know how hot these mics are, but, but what I'm saying is, like, once you get to a European tour and like the you're shit is lined is up, the shit is lined up. It's like you're doing no, it. I, I, well, what I was really wild like about? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, speak it. Uh, we, uh, we've been playing music in Nebraska for a, quite a while. So I'm just saying, like, uh, what what kept you going? Like, when people fucking didn't come out to shows. Well, dude, honestly, like, well, the see, thing about Europe European tours now. is there are... I'm not even talking they, about They eat it minutes. up. They eat it up over in Europe. It's like... Every single show was almost like, capacity over there. We had no idea what to expect, you know, like you, you were guys, saying. You but they deserve. they love it. They they love no live knew, music. No they one pay could attention. Have known who we were. Yeah, no one could have known who we were, wow. but they give live music a shot. They genuinely yeah. enjoy it. They go they don't want to go see cover <clears> bands. <throat> I mean, you know, every now and then there's a time and a place for it, but they when they go to pay to see live music, they are genuinely interested in what you're doing and your stories and your like what you have to say so much so that they're it's it all it's all it's kind of weird because in some places they're quiet in between songs because they're just staring at you waiting for whatever you're about to say next that's the biggest reason i respect you guys because you guys you guys are you you're fucking real you're not covered. We were. We were. We weren't worried yet. You guys are fucking real. Well, thanks. We weren't worried. I'm going to hold on to that. Quote me on that. Quote me. You're real. So, yeah, I was going to say, let's recenter this a little bit. Yeah, back to the European tour. Yeah, back to So, the European tour, like I said, it was insane. We had no idea what to expect when that damn the door to the triple seven shut and we landed in Belgium for the first time and we were going you don't know picking up expect. merch. Yeah, you're going to pick up merch. Zero. You're getting all your backline stuff. It's a culture shock. Yeah, it Fe- definitely you're is. in Brussels. I bet. Yeah. Brussels pick up merch, fucking go to fucking try to get a burger. You fucking <laughs> maybe sleep for a day and then you're no actually And then you don't sleep for the next four days. We didn't tell them the story about my ass though. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll get to that in a minute. That was the second tour. In the story, in the story t- section. Yeah, in the, ass, in the story ass. section oh, of this okay. podcast, we'll get to the Frank's experience the night before our second <laughs> European tour. The literal Frank's night experience. before. Yeah, that we'll 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 get onto that one because uh, anyway, 
European tour was incredible. I think uh, Ben has been over here like hitting me trying to say something I, about this. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say that the way they uh, That's Europe actually supports Frank, actually. American uh, music is like they're still in the 80s over there. Like it's hardcore rock and roll. Like Germany mm. fucking loves rock. There is just, an interesting culture. Like, st- it's with different the than so- over here. Southern it's American Southern in live American music. Culture. Yeah. It's interesting how I mean they're just like dude y'all are fucking bad at like they love all like country music anything then if it the the further out from country the more like outlaw whatever the shit mm-hmm. fucking they love it dude it's, they love that something shit. About, like, a lot of the, something about American music yeah. American music yeah. for sure but like the southern thing is big right now oh it really dude. is they love it man they they freaking will die for it like they love, they love the it shit. When good. So you gonna go back then? Yeah, yeah I mean, we'd love to. Uh, can. I mean, I'm not are... vaccinated, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I mean, I feel like now we're, with the uh, with the war going on, I feel like nobody really cares about it. I yeah, I, immediately I don't no one cares anymore. I want a fucking anymore. disclaimer on this video, so we're gonna move subject. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not vaccinated either, so okay. yeah, I ain't worried about it. No, you're Fuck good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Living on the edge, bro. Yeah, let's go. Living on the edge. Yeah. All right, before you guys got into the whole music business thing, you guys said you were going to school. So you even were in college. Were you guys like pursuing other career paths? Like, what'd you guys know? So was, no, James wasn't. Yeah, I was gonna say let's okay, start off so, one by one because yeah, there's okay. we all have a different story to get. You know, okay, to where yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all an individual story. So James, you start. Let's go down the line. Yeah. I was uh, since about eighth grade when I started my first kind of band. I was like, dude, this is the shit, dude. Ever since I got like, I think a talent show. It was a, I played drums at a talent show in like third grade or some shit like that, and I got out of class. Like the teacher took me out of class and fucking missed school the whole day. I was like, "This is my shit." Uh, and then so then <laughs> I mean from then on, I was like, "So you get a special treatment?" Oh, okay, the yeah. musicians get a little bit That's extra. Okay, yeah, hey, where's the <laughs> where, where's the green room? <laughs> yeah, like, Walking in third grade, hey, do you guys have the green room? Is my beer up there? <laughs> where's the VIP section? Uh, my little fold-out nap mat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little small. I remember nap time, motherfucker. Uh, I'm going to need the VIP nap mat. Just the, uh, <laughs> the feeling of a lot of people who don't like, if you don't play sports, so we all played sports. Yeah. Right. And especially in high school, I mean, all of us was pretty decent fucking athletes. I mean, I. You're I being a little bit generous with me there. I don't think I, I, I was, was ever like. I was never real good at it. So but then, like, like <laughs> fucking scoring the winning touchdown, hitting a fucking grand slam to win the game. That kind of that feeling that of energy, that energy. Yeah. yeah. So like, I love that shit. And then mm-hmm. I I knew when I was about to graduate. I mean, fucking look at me. I'm not a professional athlete. Build. You know what I'm saying. So I was like, I'm not gonna be a professional athlete, but I I have to have that shit. And the only thing next was like music. I was like, yeah, I'll take that shit. And you get that feeling on stage. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Like oh, dude. the anything- energy that people it's like a whole new drug that people don't understand. Dude, there's it. sometimes when it, it when it when oh, it hits man. you so fucking loud that it's you so don't good. 
It's Your so body doesn't know <laughs> how to interpret it. Lay off the DMT, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes. You you said no, I'm saying Molly. it takes over you, and then like <laughs> it just is so much power and energy coming at you. You're just like overwhelmed by the time you're like walking off the stage. If it's like they're screaming at you when you're walking off the stage, like I remember one time we opened with Stillwoods one time, and it was just like killer, bro. I was like. In shock, it's a high that you can't wow. replace yeah, with anything yeah. else. That's absolutely it, yeah. true, yeah, that's right there. So, but, but it is related now, to, to keep like this going down the line, Frank. So, did you so have anything James, else that you were gonna do so before for James, this? Okay. It was it was either sports or you're doing music. No, I was not gonna do sports. No sports. Okay, he was a badass. We just wanted running, to find that rush. Music, no, but yeah. he was hey. a badass fucking running back, catcher in baseball, <laughs> fucking like. He he started. He, they moved him up in eighth grade to start cornerback in a fucking five A high school. Like he's a badass athlete. That's actually yeah. impressive. Yeah. That's actually impressive. Oh, I so that's pretty good. I fucked. <laughs> oh, I fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Frank, what were your plans before so, like, this? Yeah. I just so I knew that I'm like like my parents really fucking wanted me. Well, my mom. <laughs> 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 she really wanted me to like. Uh, I don't know, go to college for a second and just figure something out. And then, like, I always knew that, like, air conditioning would be my backup plan. So I'm going to go to, like, trade school. I'm going to go to trade school. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just going to do it. And it's like, I, I like it. And I'm, I'm going to try to learn about it. You know, I'm going to do the best I can. And then, but then, always, I'm like, fuck that. I want to do this. That's, if worse come to worse, I got to go back to school. We did contract. To figure out Our this shit. Contractor. You know, you know, we figured okay. out this shit again. Okay, okay. Like so you had a connection to the trades already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like we were working. Our dad would bring us out to build right. houses, like just for shits <coughs> and giggles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. No, yeah. okay, so we, we okay. A, so when you started going to college, what did you originally go into? It was a uh, HVAC. HVAC, yeah, okay, yeah, originally, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was, awesome. two, it was like a two-year degree. And then you're like, hell no. I, I was wanna... like, as soon as I could get my associates, I'm like, I'm going to Nashville. Fuck guys, then now. I'm going. Okay. Hell yeah. I like it, Frank. There you go. Nice. Absolutely. Well, and so it's sort of a similar thing with me. It's like I started playing guitar when I was six, seven years old, something like that. I always knew that. Tell them how you learned. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah good, good go. save right there. Um, so when I was about six years old, I was going to a Catholic school. I went to a Catholic school up all the way through eighth grade, and uh, I would always sit and I would, you know, sing and shit. My parents were like, "Oh, maybe he would like to play guitar." And so luckily they you didn't sing. No, I just <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I yelled. <laughs> but anyway, so they were like, "Dude." We should get him a guitar, and I'll always thank him for that, you know, just cultivating that sort of interest in me. And so I started taking guitar lessons from a nun in about, I think I was, I was six or seven, somewhere in that age range, you know, I don't really remember exactly, a lot of beer since then, but, um, (laughs) but yeah, so started doing that and played all the way through, so there was never really a moment in life where... I, I wasn't going to do something in music. I went to college, you know, I did the whole, got the scholarship thing, and but it was always still just one of those, okay, let's go ahead and try this out just so that either A, I can say I did, and 
it didn't, or B, if I succeed and get all the way through before something musical happens, then, well, hell yeah, that's something else to add to the, you know, the resume and just be whatever. But there wasn't ever a moment that I had anything else in my brain, you know, from the time that you're self-aware, yeah. more or less, I was sitting there and I was like, this is exactly what I'm going to do. And so there, that was a, sort of always the path. That's and awesome. Ben wanted to be a fucking porn star. <laughs> yeah, he, he actually has this Ron Jeremy stash going on. There's, there actually is this tryout video if you look it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> as far as I go, uh, did a my... Catholic nun start you out too? Or? No, 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 bro. Shout out, to, shout out to Andrew's first band, None Your Business. So. There you go. <laughs> and uh, nah, for real though, um, I actually, um, as far as college goes, or for music, um, Frank had taught me into going into HVAC with him, and I was going to do it with oh, him. Miss, and uh, I went there for about a month or so, and I was like, man, I can't do this. I need money. Ben is also prom king, class uh, count. Oh, class wow. Clown, fucking. So, uh, yeah, and I, uh, I, I I stopped doing that, and I was like, man, I need a job. So <laughs> I got straight a straight-up distraction. I got a uh, factory job at HMA, which is Honda Manufacturing of Alabama. We built the pilot for a long time. I did okay. that. Uh, when I got out of college, uh, my mom and all my family, we uh, they've all kind of grown everything for, through um, our hometown factory, which was Goodyear. Uh, we had a factory there that just recently shut down. Uh, so my whole family went through that. Um, I always love, like Frank said, I do like to have attention on me. And I like to... <laughs> I, like, an understatement. I didn't really... I wasn't very... Um, I liked music, and I had a good ear, and I had good rhythm, yeah. but I wasn't the greatest or anything like that, but... I didn't matter if I had a guitar or not because I could put the guitar down and make everybody pay attention to me, and that was all I really needed. Like, if you'll watch us now, dude, I ain't shit on bass, dude. I just fucking fake it till I make it, you know what I mean? And then, like, and then, um, understand. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, after that, um, I love, like James was saying earlier about that feeling you get, I, I love that feeling of getting people to pay attention and really want to dive into it well, I think like just ben, gives you a ride. Ben, yeah, man, it's just ben has Straight like up. a different way of playing bass than I would say like traditional bass players yeah like a like, classically trained yeah, bass player like He's... anybody that's went to school to bass but like same thing with me like I definitely a different fucking style than somebody that's gonna go to school to learn drums you know? yeah. yeah you kind of like, went about it like you do noodling for catfish like just fucking you stick fucking, your hand in there and see going? what how see what, see what, see what sticks. No, I don't, well, there's I don't definitely benefits for that though. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. yeah, you guys, man, like, you have tone, your own style. There's a tone there. Definitely. Yes. That like uh, me like, and him are making. Right, and that's the thing. Like Frank was saying earlier, like that drum kit. It's been in. They used to have an attic, and it was up there all the time. So we all played drums and stuff. And I, I got a guitar from my granddaddy, who's a very talented piano player. And my mom was a piano player, and my great grand, my grandmother was a singer. And um, she got me, got me a guitar when I was young, and I was like, "Man, Frank, I've got this guitar. I learned how to play a G chord. Let's like, do something. Let's make a band. Let's learn a song or something. And so we would just sit there and just strum yeah, a G it, yeah. till that motherfucker <laughs> yeah. was tired. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it got strummed, so I went from capital to lower. I did so many fucking. I'd be playing bass. I'd be fucking slow. And like like James was saying, he had a, a great band in high school. Definitely, <clears throat> still would probably be a great band till this oh, day. Yeah. But one hundred percent. It was really cool watching them because I really could learn um, how to make different chords and learn how to keep timing and really kind of try to take that and use it with me and Frank. But I didn't really know any chords, but I was learning at the time. So it was really cool to see 
pretty much what I'm trying to say is throughout life, I always had somebody to watch to learn how to create more and more and more music and stuff like that. And now I get to make it with the people that helped me learn it. You know, Dude, so that's, that's awesome. cool. You know, that's awesome. That wow. That's it for my interview questions. Yeah, oh, dude. Uh, we will come back to Frank's experience. Oh, and we've all, we've all got to tell a little piece of this story from our own point of view because... This, uh, Europe? It, what are we talking about? Let's, the, let's second, do the beginning to the second European oh, tour. Oh, oh, yeah, on. let's okay. talk about Frank's experience. So, okay. we'll just start with this. <laughs> okay. This okay. is... He's got questions. Well, yeah, 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 let's get questions. You want to go in first? Yeah, let's go in first. We're fucking babbling. No, interview questions. One, two, three, four. Who influenced you guys in music? Okay, James, Otis Redding, Wilson Pickett, Purchase Sledge. I'm going to say James Brown, Otis Redding, Third Eye Blind, uh, the the debut Three. album, and then uh, Almond Brothers, Rolling Stones. All right, bro. We want to fucking uh, name one, too. <laughs> Led Zeppelin, Grand Funk Railroad. Okay, go. All right. Um, Guns N' Roses, Pantera, uh, Metallica, and strangely enough, going to throw a curveball at you, Dave Matthews Band. Oh, I'm gonna say uh, probably Limp Biscuit, Kid Rock, Tool, uh, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Yeah, nice. Nice. dude, Maylene. If if nobody's heard Maylene, just no. But and Molly Crew, Molly Crew, Molly Crew's always in there. That's like a basic, like that's radio. We're talking about shit ain't on the radio. Yeah, that was that's what was really cool. It's like. Uh, oh yeah, but their dad like I pretty much was raised by them too, by him too. So like I would learn all of my the real music that counts that gave us all this great music that we're talking about. So I learned a lot of the good soulful stuff through him. But my mom was a real hair metal girl, so I learned like all my Van Halens and shit like that. And that was like all she listened yeah. to. So like I would Cindy. come home, I would come home from Frank's and I'd be fucking trying to sing my team. Yeah. <laughs> my mom be like, fuck that. I'm learning so much, dude. Because my mom, like, I can remember all the time I'd come home, be singing something, and she'd be like, What the fuck do you know about Al Green? What do you know about Al Green? I showed you Al Green, but no, Terry plays. He's got this record player. She's like, Tell Terry to kill. No, she's not, man. So, yeah, our dad would take us out on the boat and play this the best fucking music while we're out there. So you just After this story, next You're just chilling there, just like having a good, great time and listen to great music. Yeah, we could turn a machine gun into a fucking single shot Springfield <laughs> rifle. Yeah. So you guys are opening for Third Eye Blind at a festival. Uh, no. No, that, oh, no, we, 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 we already did. did. We did, yeah. yes. Oh, you did do that. Yeah. That was a couple was years that? back. That was cool. I wish I would have fucking met him. I'm telling you right now, dude, in all honesty, that, that fucking album is... Collectively, the debut our favorite album. album. Yeah, I would say that that's the it's, one. It's, it's oh, an yeah. island album out of three That's the one three, album we can agree on. It's the guy who so produced it. Uh, yeah. Eric Valentine, Eric that producer. Valentine, he is a monster. And, well, and yeah. Stephen. Stephen Cadogan, or yeah, I don't know how you yeah. say his name, yeah. but yeah. yeah. Dude, that's, that's like, for that's sure. That specific album, yeah, it's just like one of those. All right, rapid fire again. Well, I won't get to the rap part yet, but, I mean, you guys are based in Nashville. You're playing festivals. Have you ever been starstruck or anything? Oh, yeah. Ran into a, a hero of yours or anything like that? Man. Not yet. Not yet. Not okay. really where I'm just like... Ben, know, like, right. ben, yeah. ben stepped on Miranda's Lambert's feet about twice or three times. Okay. She's literally like, get the fuck off me, dude. Are you married? She was cool. No, no, no. Oh, if, she, she if you cool, were married, she, she was like, hey, can you like, <laughs> no. can you not step on me? <laughs> 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 
Blake Shelton's music is the reason they broke up. This is getting more views if you say that. Yeah. She's wearing heels. He's wearing fucking. Hashtag the inside scoop on Miranda. She was wearing flip flops. He was wearing fucking cowboy boots. We were at a fucking. He's been all fucking excited because we're playing like the first fucking slot of a twelve fucking band festival. I mean, it was huge for us. And like she's got like a hoodie on. Burn holes. You should have seen her fucking friends whenever. Oh yeah. Fucking like oh, but just. Don't just tramples stop. this girl. Steps on Randall Everett's Oh, yeah. Steps on her heel. Oh, like, her toes. And like, other her friends was like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Miranda. And she, I, and she I was hated like, that. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, could you could tell that shit hurt. Hell yeah. Yeah, it hurt. Probably broke a fucking but she was like, it's right. fine. Oh, he was getting rapid fire. Oh. Let's go to rapid fire. Oh. Rapid fire. Oh, rapid fire. Oh, I got rapid fire. He's got rapid one person. Fire. We're going boom, boom, boom. Let's boom. go. Let's go. Jay, All right, start up. with me and then you. Yep. You do yours. I'll All right, mine. sounds good. If you guys could tour with anyone, who would it be? Mm. There's different ones Frank for every person. Fucking whiskey yeah, matters. Whiskey matters. Mayland and the Sons of Fucking Disaster. I second that. Although Whiskey Myers would be fire. Yeah, but. dude, Whiskey Myers is the goal for realism. <laughs> but <laughs> Maylene is just one of those okay, fanboy things. All right. Go. What's your guys' uh, guilty pleasure song? Guilty pleasure song of ours or yeah. anybody's? Um, Spice Girls everyone, or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, if everyone wants oh, to answer. Yeah, guilty pleasure is like, Spice Girls got some tracks. Dude, them fucking, <laughs> them, that album was a bang. Whoever bro. played the music on that record, fuck yeah. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> did. Definitely. Uh, or Scissor Sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you guys aren't a cover band or anything, but what is your favorite song to cover? Mm, that's a fucking very that's good awesome. question. That's a great question, because it, it depends. Normally when we do so cover songs, on... it's going to be like an end-of-the-night encore when we're touring with another really cool band that's got some great players. But like, so it depends on what sort of style you know, they are, because you can have a favorite song to play. I wasn't question. Yeah, I mean, as I far would, as Tonight goes, I would say Whip and Post. Uh, I would tonight, say, Whip and Post is always a good one. I would yeah. say a lot of, for me, would be... Uh, because they, we get so many compliments and like, oh man, your singer sounds just like them. Y'all kind of remind me of them. Uh, we love to cover Black Crows, man. Nice. Black yeah, Crows are fun. Yeah, they are there super fun. Yeah. I mean, they, there's not a song they make that ain't fucking the shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, favorite city to play in? Oh shit! All of them, dude. Paris has been one. Awesome. I feel like I feel like cities that will have fun us. no matter Kearney, what. Kearney, yeah. Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, Kearney, Nebraska. I think so far Paris has got to hold it down. If not, because I laughed so hard I almost pissed on myself when Frank fell off the back of the drum riser mid song. <laughs> you can look this nice. shit up on YouTube. Yeah, there's you a video on YouTube. Probably them dirty roses on Paris, and I think it's Les Etoiles. Uh, what your daddy doesn't know. I think that's what the song it was. Yeah, they're, they're... I, I literally <laughs> so I left my drum throne in Spain. Yeah. So then we have a I'm literally playing drums on this fucking huge flat smooth fucking drum dining riser. room chair. Yeah, on a dining room chair with four legs. Okay. So then, like, eventually, like and it's I important because two of them the disappear. The whole set, the fucking kick drum is moving back and forth, and I'm just like, have to pull it back to me. So then, eventually, I must like adjusted my chair enough, like backwards enough, to where I'm right on the edge. And then we're playing this fast ass song, boom, 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 bo
Oh, I'm fucking on the fucking ground right now. The drums hey. just disappeared. Oh, shit, I better fucking oh put my shit back on here. Okay, let's go again now. The drums disappear. We're in a and, theater like with the oh, fucking wow. balcony and shit. Oh, and dude, wow. it's Friday night. It's Friday night in Paris. This sold thing, out dude, show, this thing is sold dude. out. Fashion it's, week. Yeah, dude, it's fashion week in Paris. Just There's so many people in this thing. Crowd. And we're, I mean, we're on fire getting it. And I just hear the drums disappear all of a sudden. And I'm like, that's weird. I wonder if Frank both broke both of his drumsticks at once. And I look back and all I see is Frank. I mean, this drum riser is like four feet off the ground. All I see is Frank like climbing Mount Everest to get back on this fucking thing. And I I just lose it, like it at that point. I think seconds. I just like it was like three seconds. Yeah, I know. I but like, in those three <laughs> seconds, I lose my fucking mind. I, I can't amazing. do anything. Uh, yeah, I got one more. Uh, what is the favorite song you guys have put out? Mm. Man. I'm going. What about the songs that we haven't put out yet? Ooh, no, yeah. Oh, I, wanna die, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I gotta go. Black Magic Lady is gonna be mine, that, and it's coming out. Another song that hadn't been out. We'll see you April eighth. There you go. April. April. Wow. I'm, I'm going. You heard with it here. Yeah, this is the first, first time we've April. ever said that. So that's right here on this podcast, April eighth. music. I will say. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's like go. It. Yeah, man. But we do. Uh, shout out to LeBron. We got some songs that are coming out that are fucking. They're they're beating the shit out of some people. They're good as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very proud of them, and I cannot wait for everybody, including y'all, to hear it. So I think Cocaine Wiz is gonna hold a part in my heart because it and shout brings, out Philip White. It, it brings a lot of people to the show that would normally come. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they think that it's just one fucking song that we play. And then they get to the show and it's fucking. And they realize it's breakfast, lunch, uh, and dinner. <laughs> you're gonna be. It's a whole feast. First, first, yeah, yeah, first row to a. Yeah, sometimes man. it's literally breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us, man? All right, All right my turn for rapid fire. Okay, beer or whiskey? Beer. Whiskey. Beer right, in the summertime. Yeah, beer in the summertime, whiskey in the wintertime. Okay, okay. favorite beer, beer, favorite whiskey. Wild Turkey 101 for me. And you trash. Beer, I would say. <laughs> he said whiskey. And uh, beer, man, uh, fuck. Damn, Collectively. Uh, Great Divide Hoss is probably my favorite beer that ever existed. I don't even know if they make it anymore, but yeah, it was one of the I mean, greatest. I don't really have a... I mean, an open one, really. We don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really care. We, to we're not a huge fan of IPAs, probably. But yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever you can drink. Yeah, right? yeah whatever yeah, you can drink. Cold, cold, that's the cool. job. Well, but I, you I, forgot I, the main drink in this thing is I've been sold for like the past three weeks on margaritas. And that trumps it all for me. Like, you just put me a couple margaritas up on stage, and I'm going to fucking Margaritaville with Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> We're going to hang out. That. He's going to pass the fuck out. <laughs> Either way, man. Hey, yes. margaritas can be really good. Dude, I don't mean motherfuckers. Can be shit. They are like, have you ever had a Nunes bad margarita? Really no, fun. margaritas. You wouldn't know it because I wouldn't tell you. Margaritas. <laughs> see, that's the thing about margaritas. They're like pizza and sex. It's like, no matter what you like no matter what yeah. you're handed when you're you get one of those your it's like you're it. gonna eat well and and that's the problem is you're gonna do it again <laughs> like you, there is not one that's gonna turn brand. there isn't one that's gonna turn you off from this for life like you no. you can do whatever but you're never i'm gonna eat pizza again like you're not gonna swear off a pizza that sex or margarita that's a good there's point. no way I, that's Those a good things, point even if even when they're bad they're still pretty yeah, good sure. yeah. yeah solid that's your alternative I, podcast come at us. <laughs> all right how hot does it get up on stage 
Depends on what Man. season it is. I saw, I saw you after your yeah, drum set. You was ripping. I'm, I'm sweating every show. If I'm not sweating every show, then it's literally 40 His degrees. His pores are closed and he's fucking hurt. No, like, I'll be outside <laughs> he's dying 40 he's degree weather, take my shirt so off, just Man, steam, wow. I'll tell you sweat. this, believe so, it or like, not, we've no been we, we've yeah. playing the South all the time in rooms that don't have air conditioning. And, like, <gasps> Brew House in Rome, Georgia was one of the hottest. But, man, I shit you not, one of the hottest fucking places we've ever played was an outside event. And fucking Minnesota, and it was it was it was oh, ninety nine degrees. Dude. It was some ninety nine degrees in the in summer. Minnesota, dude. So we're not expecting this shit. Well, yeah. some of those outside stages, they're all black. Man, yeah. Yeah. Right, but it was the weirdest fucking day. It was like it was the hottest fucking day. That they've ever history. had, or something. It's like, yeah, it's like literally degrees. the hottest yeah. day they've ever had. We brought degrees at nighttime. Oh yeah, like the sun was down, it was and 90, it was it on was, a black it stage. Yes. So it was even hotter on the stage. Right. Oh yeah, all outdoor stages. Barbecue. They didn't have any lights going, did they? They had lights. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, had lights. None on you though. We probably. started. Yeah. Yeah. They had some on us. Oh gosh, dude. I mean, I'll tell you, we showed up in like jackets and everything because it was still Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Because the time before that, Minnesota, we were coming off of an exit ramp and slid off the fucking road in the ice and so we're like dude Minnesota's just always cold that's what it is you know it's always cold but no it was not fucking cold that day definitely wow yeah it gets pretty hot then doesn't it yeah alright biggest stage you have played on uh, probably my front porch when I was six. <laughs> the biggest stage. <laughs> it felt like the biggest yeah, stage. Big it felt like the biggest porch, stage. Dude. No, yeah. no, 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 definitely no, literacy, not. Li- literacy. Literacy is super <laughs> important. We need to discuss this. Right. Y'all take this from now. No, I'm saying changing subject. Yeah, I'd say it was either uh, probably one of the Gulf Coast Champs down in Panama yeah. City we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we opened up for uh, Whiskey here. Myers and the Steelwoods at the plant in Dothan. That was a pretty That was badass. That was a good show. Whiskey Myers or fucking Steelwoods didn't get defended. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually headlined that show because at Lightning <laughs> and yeah. both, the, both yeah. the Whiskey Myers <laughs> and the Steelwoods got canceled. Oh, wow. And so we always yeah, we like played, to make that we joke. We played there again with uh, Co Wetzel, and that was a great time, too. So. The plant's a good place. I think uh, that one time, um, I can't remember which. Gulf Coast Jam it was and uh, somebody the somebody came like the stylist for like Luke Bryan came to oh, the yeah. merch uh, Kevin Aerosmith oh Kevin yeah. Aerosmith the guitar player his band leader fiddle fiddle yeah, right fiddle player yeah. Yeah. oh shit band I thought he was guitar yeah, he's anyway he's a band leader anyway yeah. they came to our merch and bought like a bunch of t-shirts and shit and like they wore them like on stage I like, know at the end multiple of the times like, wow yeah, yeah. shout yeah. out to wow. like shout out to Luke Bryan he, he's a nice dude. Yeah, was not he, expecting he, that. Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a good dude. Wow, that's awesome. I bet you he's like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> he definitely doesn't know who we are. Nah, he appreciates the fuck out the of fiddle that, players and shit. Though. Yeah, I mean, dude, we just we just made his. He's getting is that. We just made his career with this podcast. <laughs> I told you somebody liked it. There you go. He was not talking about. All right, if you guys weren't a band, where would you be now? In jail. Six feet under. <laughs> Jesus Christ. In jail. Uh, nah, Music probably. or die. Music or die. Band's still at Honda. 
In yeah, I'll be in a factory probably. I heard Bullshit, something you about quit a before the band started. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> it, it didn't take off, dude. Fucking, it's a lot harder to the little well, the the niche of like yeah, dude. Yeah, he started yeah, OnlyFans yeah. before OnlyFans. Dude. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. honestly, yeah. Though, dude, we're gonna make a thing where it's we play naked on video. It's gonna Just be kidding. only bands, bro. <laughs> only bands. Yeah, we didn't even, oh, uh, we steal that, that Luke, Brian. None of y'all bands steal that, especially you, Luke. Luke. <laughs> no, I think to be completely realistic, <laughs> I probably would have tried a little harder in college. Yeah, and, I would um, go back to school. If I really had to, I'd go back to school and I would learn how to do turf management and I would work on a golf course until the day I died. <laughs> Period. Wow. wow. Well, I was going to go somewhere nice. different. I was in school wow. for electrical engineering. He loves golf. Yeah. I fucking love golf. I um, think I that that probably would have been a miserable existence for both of us. Um, <laughs> no, I give my not. answer and then y'all two answer? Mm hmm. <laughs> I, I would uh, it like you're saying music is not. What would you do? If you yeah, did you guys that. weren't a band, not in music. Like, what would you be doing right now? Mm, I'd be like a fucking painting. I'd be like a graffiti artist or something. Okay. Hey, Banksy V too. He is. Like, He's a phenomenal, actually. I feel like, I feel like you're most, a jack of all trades. No, he's like Definitely. the like, most underrated artist that I can think of. Wow. Yeah, he has actually really phenomenal. Yeah. You should see some of the yeah, shit he's yeah. drawn. He's like, I think James really, yeah. would be like a, probably like a somebody you'd call to come paint your room, like some badass crazy. <laughs> thing. Yeah, like I'll go to like a kid's like, room and do like Frozen or like Marvel. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? I, could, yeah. I could do that. He could do I'd that. Really? Yeah. He's great. So you could just make it anywhere. Yeah. Basically, you just. No. He'll end on his feet. Songwriting, fucking painting, sports. I think he's porn. Got that covers out. almost everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, porn. he's gonna land on his feet. Paint. Yeah, I'm a fucking POV fluffer. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing. Unicorns are fucking kick-ass. I hope everybody got that reference, and we're not about to get orgasmo. Orgasmo. We got it. Oh, jeez. That's awesome. What else you got for us, bro? Okay, if you wanted your fans to remember one thing about you, what would it be? Oh fuck me! That's a deep question. We were just talking about shooting whiskey, and then you just all of a sudden. I heard you say six feet under. So I think like everybody might have a different answer, but. I would want them to remember uh, that however the fuck they're feeling, we've all felt that way at some point. And uh, the, yeah, they're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's I think awesome. I want them to take that feeling, whatever song that we're playing that's really vibing with them and they're sitting out in front of us looking up at it and... You know, you, you just kind of get that overwhelming joy at some point, whether or not it's the booze or the music or a combination of them all. <laughs> or just like take that feeling and remember it. And then Tuesday at about one o'clock after you get back from lunch and you really have no idea how you're going to finish out your work day till five, just like take that feeling and remember that it'll be back again. Definitely. I was about to That's say, awesome. I would definitely nice. say the best thing I'd want you to take is like your smile and the joy you had and. Share that with somebody. You else. rehearse this shit and bring no, no, bring <laughs> that, bring that to somebody else and make them want to come feel that too with you, you know. And we'll see you next time. Well said. Bring more money. Well said. <laughs> and more women. 
More people. More people. <laughs> <laughs> more so, women, more women is more people. Yeah. yeah just just yeah. bring more people and enjoy yourself and take that feeling home with you and enjoy it and make sure you come back and have it again, I guess is what I would say. Because we'll always be there. We'll always be I'll be there. Okay, so I forgot the question again. So you got to hit the hit Next. What's one thing you want? What is yeah, one, one thing you want your fans to take home? I think I think it's merch, sort of like from a lot of merch. Yeah, yeah. Merch, yeah, yeah. Merch. I would say that just like I don't know, just I feel like we try to put as much energy into it as we can. We take a lot home from them. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. As That's much as questions. much as they can give to us, I would suggest that they fucking give it. Yeah. As much energy that they can give to us, we're gonna try to give it back to them. As soon as like we. We're playing a sit-down show, because we've done it multiple times, where it's just okay. people sitting down staring, you know? It's a weird situation. That, that is weird. Yeah, it is. And then... June of 2020 was You try weird. to give all... <laughs> you, you try to give as much as you can to try to just, I don't know, just break the cycle or whatever Clear. the fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just, I want people to have... A great time and release the stress that they're they've been living in for yeah. fucking however long. You come to a show, you release. Yeah, that's what I want. Well, I Bottom line that. is, if they can have as much fun as fucking we're having yeah. with them, that touchdown yeah, feeling. Yeah. Take that we're we're yeah. very yeah. connected yeah. with the crowd so, and we're watching them. You know, we mm-hmm. can yeah. so I'm super amped about getting to this Frank's airport story. And I really, <laughs> and I really want to tell just the first half let's of it. it. Let's do I just it. want to tell let's the first part of it, it from okay, my perspective okay, okay, okay. because right, there's it. there's part of it that does involve me. So, on the on the first night before our second European tour, we get to the Nashville airport to fly out to DC to then fly to Brussels. So the Nashville flight's delayed, and. By the time we get to DC, we have missed our flight to Brussels, and they only do one of those international flights a day. So, they put us up at the Westin, and now we're flying in the morning that the tour starts. So we get to DC, and we're like, well, we don't have anything else to do. We don't have a car, we don't have transportation, so we're just going to sit and drink at the hotel bar. And so we start, you know, we start this evening, we get a little bit of dinner, we start drinking at the hotel bar, and as it progresses... um, I'll make it noted that, like, at this point in my life, I'm single. So I hit up Bumble, and I'm just like, you know, what else do you want to do in D.C.? Why would we not do this? So eventually, some poor soul matches with me and ends up actually showing up to our... So ends up showing up to this hotel bar in D.C., and so we keep, we, I mean, this is, you know, we started this process at like 5 p.m. when we got to the hotel off of the flight. And so it's now like 9 p.m. and we're fully, you know, drinking all, yeah, we're there. We're drinking all the things. I think Frank is talking about 9-11 to some of the people at the bar. <laughs> um, not so, what you want to fucking yeah. begin to when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah exactly. So we're, we're all having uh, like a great time and everything is, you know, everything's going well. We're, I just paid off a credit card, which I would shortly thereafter run back to the limit in, in Europe, but that's neither here nor there. So I'm thinking like, oh, I've got a free credit card right now to just, you know, whatever. So we're all having a great time we're meeting people here and no, you're meeting people there oh <laughs> well, i'm not yeah okay so maybe I'm drunk with Frank. Ah, <laughs> so, so listen this is from my perspective so as this story goes you know we shut down this place 
as we do, I know that like I have a three hundred and fifty dollar bar tab. Frank's probably close oh, to yeah, that. Oh yeah, like a hundred and twenty at least. Yeah, we're all we're all getting up there. And as the bartender is just like, you know, one a.m. He's like, "Yo, guys, you know, I got to shut down this bar, but I can sell you a couple of drinks right now if you want to sit is sit at the bar. That's fine. I just have to shut down the sales. Blah blah." blah. And I don't know if he was getting fired the next day or if he was quitting or what, but he looks at all of us and he goes. And uh, I just scratched all your bar tabs. No worries. Like you, you guys, yeah. just don't yeah. worry about it. Wow. And which was after and oh <laughs> no, and then immediately, immediately drinks. after this, he goes Martinis. and just because I hope you guys have a great European tour. Um, I'm gonna pull out this like Macallan 18 year that's sitting up on the yeah. top shelf, and we're all gonna have one little nightcap before you go to bed. So we all sit there and do that. Dude. And then, you know, as things go... Black guy bartender fucking... Dude, it was great. So as things like, go, you know... Here's a $100 wow. tip, man. I perceive... <laughs> yeah, no shit, we gave him 100 bucks for it, which is not the fucking $1,200 that he probably lost on the wow, night. But, yeah. So anyway, um, we're, 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 you know, doing the thing. I'm sitting. My night's going about as you would expect from what I said earlier. I go up to the room. I think Frank goes up to the room. Everybody pretty well goes to bed. And at this point, I'm going to turn the story over to Frank because okay, so this is really I, where his story starts to take I hold. Take over. Okay, so like, I wake up fine, feeling fucking fine. I feel like, okay, we're at the hotel. We're going to go get some eat. Well, we're, we're about to go fly, fly to Europe. We're about to fly a fucking eight-hour <laughs> flight to Brussels. Okay, so then like, and then my dumbass. Okay, this is where I fuck up. My dumbass. Orders mahi mahi when you just been drinking martinis all night. <laughs> oh, martinis were just one of the six things we drank. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was getting into it, so I was drunk the night before, pretty drunk, drunk enough to be like drunk the next day and not know it. So, <laughs> right. so then I'm like, man, I had a mahi mahi and like fucking forever i'm gonna fucking probably should have stayed that way probably should have fucking not done that <laughs> and then i'm eating it and then like i eat it whatever i'm like okay that's fine and then that's fine. then <laughs> we order the shuttle the shuttle from the hotel now i get on that shuttle and it's hot and i'm go oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> and oh, oh fuck was right and like oh shit like my mouth is just Filling with water right now, like I have we to in the airport. I oh, we're not just even, we haven't even the passed. parking lot of the hotel. Like I've got a fifteen minute drive to the airport, and I've got to wait for security. Well, and because the air, we had to check out at noon, and our flight wasn't until five, so we yeah. had so a, like, we had quite so, some time. So we got to get oh, through no. security and then just wait. So then, like, I'm just like, oh my god, just get me out of this fucking shuttle, and I won't puke in the shuttle. I won't <laughs> oh, puke no. in the shuttle. <laughs> Get me out of it. Get me. So we oh, get to the third. airport. They drops me off, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I can breathe fresh air." It's like not hot for a second. And then I go in. We do all this, like get into security line, and I'm like, "Oh my god." As <laughs> soon hits. as we get through security line, I have to puke. Like I'm gonna puke on somebody if I don't get through it's security in right the now. Esophagus. Like, and then as soon as we get through security, I fucking sprint to the bathroom and just straight up pepper fish <laughs> it's still whole just, like it's yeah, trying like, to breathe still yeah, yeah, it's just like, and that's what rekindled amount and frank's friendship again <laughs> another puke story to take like, it yeah, back yeah, yeah. first time no so like i literally fucking kicked this 
stall open. Classic. <laughs> At the airport. Classic. Yeah, and I just release the demon. And then, like, I'm just giving it all I got. I'm like, oh, my God. This is terrible. I got Keep in mind, pepper in my teeth. One puke. That's the first puke. No, it was a huge Oh, because I've got to tell It was a big one. It was a big one. No, see, because I've got to tell the second okay. one from my okay. perspective after he tells it. So then I leave it. I'm like, it. oh, we're out of fucking security. So then, like, we go and we're like, okay, we've got five hours to wait now at this terminal where we're about to So me to and Ben go to the bar. So then, like, they leave. <laughs> of and then next thing I know, I'm getting woken up and then, like, I'm on some girl's lap, random girl's lap. Some 60-year-old like, lady just... 50, 45, Yeah, 50. I'm 50. sorry. I didn't mean to do you that disservice, lady. You were she super was 50 sweet. And she, she was attractive for a 50-year-old lady, for sure. <laughs> but I was like, hell yeah. So then, like, she's rubbing my head and all this. I'm like, I wake up now, like, I take the tiniest sip of Sprite. And I'm like, oh, shit. So this is where <laughs> I need to... Something just happened inside of me. This is where and I need it. to point out that me and Ben were walking up at this exact moment. Me and Ben were walking back from the bar to check on everybody just to do a State of the Union and everything. So I see this lady we've never met before in our lives who is just an innocent bystander at this airport. Frank is laying in her lap and she's like rubbing his hair just like, oh, you know, just caretaking. She's obviously a mother. She's obviously a mother. Obviously, yeah. She's taking care of me. Stand up and sprint Towards Dude. the bathroom, down this terminal. Dude, like, we're, we're I at one have end. to find a fucking bathroom. I'm about to fucking just puke <laughs> all over this carpet fucking runway right here, dude. And the greatest part do about this. it all. I cannot have this on my conscience. There's fucking restaurants <laughs> right here. I'm fucking sprinting. So he I'm doesn't sprinting, make it. literally sprinting. I'm like, oh, there's a trash can. <laughs> there's a fucking tr- he so doesn't I make this trash it. can. There's a huge fucking restaurant, and the whole balcony is full of just people eating there. Oh, it's one of the busiest <laughs> airport like days the of the year. restaurant's right there. The fucking trash can I'm puking in is right here. All so of these I, people. I'm just like, yeah! And it's just like this like, clear, that was a, That was a mild shit. version. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like pterodactyl <laughs> screaming. So all so we see, really me and Ben are walking up. Almost at this trash can. Like, Frank oh, is just okay. sprinting After at us. After five minutes of that, oh, I'm like, oh, okay, I can breathe again. Oh, that felt that felt good. I came back and then I sat down for a second and then cue the plane. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we got on the okay. plane. So then Frank passed out again for about another hour. Two, two. Uh, yeah, I went back to sleep. I was like, this I gotta sleep this moment. shit off. I gotta sleep this off. So two hours go by and then it's like, okay, time to board the plane. Now boarding. Like, okay, I think I'm good. Like I think my stomach Flight is 1092 empty. To Belgium. Like <laughs> there, I can't throw up. Like I'm done. Like there's nothing in my stomach. So I'm like. I think I can do this. Like, Spoiler alert. I'm in the alert. middle seat. <laughs> Spoiler alert. I'm in the middle seat. There's two people right here. I'm on a fucking Boeing 737. It's a, se- it's a triple shit. seven, I think. Yeah, it's that fu- giant 70, 77, yeah. So it's fucking huge. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to take the plane. The motherfucking... The front, front wheel goes off. <laughs> they popped a wheelie. The Dude, seriously. The front wheel goes off, and I'm just like, <laughs> Dude, 
It was the worst. And so everybody, but it's like screaming. It's, it's really like. That's exactly what Frank. Like that. That's what Frank Puget oh, sounds like. Wait, 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 wait. The best part was is he's fill, he's filling up these yeah, fucking bags, bags, and the best shit ever is when we finally like get everybody cruising out the table. Handing me their bags. We get this cruising out the table like, in the fuck fucking. You the flight attendant. The flight attendant walks by. Front I'm like, goes, oh, there's like four bags. Oh, I'm just like, hey, the bags. No, I'm in the break. middle seat. She's like, hell no, I don't want the fucking bags. Like, I ain't touching that shit in the bathroom. Frank, Frank, I guess. Let me up then. Like a fucking fool. Frank actually <laughs> sitting here with three full bags of puke that are like seeping through these brown paper bags. Oh he tries to he tries to hand this to this poor flight attendant oh no. who's walking by just like, can I get your drink order? And he's like, yeah, you can have my drink. And, so, and this lady is just like, she is mortified. I'm pretty sure that she doesn't even she go back to like that this. section. She, yeah, she throws like, her hands no. up like she's getting interrogated and she's like I don't care if the seatbelt sign is on or not I don't care what turbulence we're hitting I don't care if this fucking plane is being hijacked you can get out of your seat and walk to the bathroom and throw these fucking bags of puke away just dry heat for the next four hours and then like just literally <laughs> and it's just As nothing's I'm, coming out it's just that for like fucking three hours and then like we Get to Brussels. Our fucking tour manager is two hours late. Oh, but so we get to Brussels at six a.m. and <laughs> I really though there's a time chase. You lose six, what seven set hours the tempo, when you go to Brussels. We were so excited to get to Europe, dude. What set the tempo is Andrew went and got a hamburger. He took one bite of it, looked at me, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" He was like. This motherfucker sucks, dude. <laughs> and that set the tempo. And so instead so of a hamburger, long. I noticed that there was a bar in the airport that opened at 6 a.m. right when we got there. So there's still pictures floating around somewhere on the internet. Oh, yeah, I went and I drank about three of these giant tubs of Stella, which is infinitely better in Belgium. And while Frank is still like not slept yet from his hangover thing, our tour manager picks us up. And our show is that night. We don't have a day because our flight was delayed. We don't have a layover day or anything. We get in the van and go to the show. So we didn't sleep. Like, Yeah. If you slept on the plane there... And you maybe got some. Oh, sleep, this but like I did. Well, yeah, no, you that did. was that was pretty much the Frank Flight story. We made it. He threw up his entire everything, soul, conscience, went everything. To, got to Brussels two hours late. Went to uh, three hours down the road to get merch. Went an- another hour down the road to like meet the headquarters. Went another four hours after the road to like. To, go to the show and then we're like okay here's the start of a fucking two month tour oh yeah there was not a break from then on <laughs> I am yeah. thoroughly impressed with gentlemen you. I think that that's wow. insane well, if we keep hanging out you might see it's one of those things say, that I was insane. saying is like there's no other choice but to figure it out I and think you're that, gonna do it and you actually like scream oh you? no he no, actually it's screams it's one of those things where like exactly what it sounds like but just imagine that's what it sounds like imagine like water bag. coming out oh. while I'm doing that it's so, weird. We don't know why, but it's fun. So, I mean, fun. On that note, I think that that might be the story that we leave you with that. because I think that Heath is about to kill us all. <laughs> or, I, I don't know. So to set the stage real quick within 30 seconds, we have just got done playing a show here in
in Kearney, Nebraska, and we sort of just took over the green room. Joe's Honky Tonk. Joe's Honky Tonk. We sort of just took over the green room back here, and it's three in the morning, and we really haven't looked up since we started this podcast, and I think that everybody wants to leave, so we might be <laughs> our drive. Yeah, yes, no, that's I think so we hard. might be getting evacuated soon. Please continue this Cue party. the podcast tag. We will, yes, we're going to end on that, guys. Thank much you, love, Heath, bro. so much. Thank, Thank you, me. Joe's Honky Tonk. Definitely. You're man. Yeah, we need one word from you guys. Any word that can be. Whatever you want, one word. Perseverance. Perseverance. Dude, that yeah, is perseverance. Guns, <laughs> guitars, and barbells. Good night, Much guys. Love, Good boys. night.